Welcome back <laughs> to another episode of your favourite podcast, Tomo and Oz, and very special guest today, Ned, me, hello. that to you, Mia. DJ. <laughs> hello. DJ Ned T, my the, brother. The one and only. The one and only, the youngest DJ on the scene, you know who I'm saying, bruv. No. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I really did put some time in there. I think about that. So, welcome, mate. This is Thank the first, you. second guest. You're the second guest we've had. Yep, officially, I yep. I think? Yeah, I think, yeah. As Tom Owen Oz, you're the second guest. Congratulations. You're on hallowed ground, mate. <laughs> You've kicked me out of my seat. <laughs> yeah, Congra- he's taken center stage, so you know it's important. <laughs> pulled out the longer couches for this one. Pulled out, yeah. We've pulled out all the stops. We've got a shout out, Jackson. <laughs> got an extra mic on deck today, so hopefully the audio is better than it has been in the past with guest episodes. <laughs> You've jinxed it, mate. Yeah, probably. Have, <laughs> anyway, Ned, how you been, mate? How are good. you? Good. I'm good. Very, I mean, ha- very grateful to have you on. Oh, I appreciate it. Apart from this lockdown, I've been going great. Oh, God, we're not in lockdown. This is lockdown. lockdown. <laughs> yeah, lockdown. That was right. ages ago. <laughs> so I had you on this when it was just me doing yeah. Thompson talks. Yep. So that's lost in the fucking. You probably can still find them somewhere. In the ether somewhere. Yeah, in the lost ether. in the archives. Lost in the archives. So, just give us your give us your shtick here. You started. When did you start DJing? Why did you start making music? So, for, I reckon two, uh, year seven. So I don't know. It was like six, seven years ago, or whatever. Um, I picked up this app on on the iPad called Launchpad, and basically it's the simplest app ever. You click buttons, and that you got about a seven by seven grid of buttons. You click a button, and it plays a loop. And then you loops together and you can create a song out of that. And for so long, I just liked the idea of creating music like that. And then it wasn't until like maybe a few years later that I realized I could actually do that myself. So I started experimenting with that. And then as soon as I got into DJing, I was like, this is what I want to do with my life. And I've stuck by that since then. So from what I remember... You, I remember this app. It was pretty cool. It's a bunch of squares on the iPad or whatever. You press it and you can make your own type of shit. I remember the first kind of realm you delved into was like remixes. Yeah. Like you used to remix. I remember there was a Triple J competition for... So it was Lord. a Lord song. Yeah. Homemade Dynamite, I think it was. Yeah. With like Khalid. And, <clears throat> it's a really good song. And the remix you made was sick. It was so very, very different. That's what I remember. It, it was different to what you do now. But what made you like... What made you flip from remixes to, like, I want to make my own music? Um, I guess because remixes are so much easier in terms of ideas. So coming up with ideas, you think of, like, um, music has to come from somewhere. And that's generally the hardest thing to think of in a song. But when you've already got a song there and you just, you know, usually I take the vocals and remix that part. It makes it so easier. So when I got a little bit more advanced, I thought, well, stuff the remixes, let me just make my own stuff. Yeah. So that's well, kind, kind of what it advanced into. Because you started off, your first album was, <laughs> sorry, I just looked at, I can see on the fridge, there's a picture of your first the, album, the L the word. artwork, the yeah. L word. That was like, you always, you always go back and say your inspirations flume and stuff. And, like, you can really tell, like, in your... Especially in that album, like, the influence that he had and the type of... what? what when did you get into Flume? Like, when you were... Before... Do you reckon you are a Flume, a Flume fan before you were a fan of making music? Uh, no. So, I reckon... To me, Flume was one of those artists that... We all have those artists who we know of, but we don't really keep track of, you know? Like, yeah. um, so, Flume was, like... I always knew of Flume, and it wasn't until maybe 2015 or 2016 when I started actually going, oh, this guy's pretty cool. And then when he released Skin in 2016, that's when I fell in love with him. But he was never really my inspiration to get into music. I feel like the whole inspiration to get into music was kind of just a mixture of, you know, like the iPad app and the fact that Dad has drums around the house and guitars and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Flume, when Flume sort of became my inspiration, that's when the electronic component came out. And so that's when my, my style of music now kind of, you know, it, 
it was born from Flume, I reckon. Yeah, well, that definitely helps probably your inspiration, the fact that this household was very musical. Yeah, yeah just on that, you you can play like... How many instruments can you play? Oh. So, I would say zero because I can't play any of them really good, but I can play bass guitar, guitar, drums, <laughs> violin, Fuck. kind of keyboard and piano, kind of. Um, but I've, I find myself like... If I pick up an instrument, I can make it sound good. I can't necessarily play it, but I can make it sound good. Yeah, well, naturally, as the uh, competitive natures the brothers have, I always remember, I was the first one to pick up, I'm the oldest in the family, I was the first one to pick up guitar, and I thought I was okay or whatever, and then you come up and started playing violin as your first instrument, and I was like, yeah, okay, that's awesome. There actually is a photo of me and you when we were really little sitting right here, I was playing the violin and you were playing your guitar. I will have to try and find that photo. That's if I awesome. can find it, it's right here. <laughs> if I can't, it's not. When you started playing, I don't know what the gap was between you playing like violin and anything else, but I remember you getting a bass guitar not even that long ago. Like yeah. a few years ago, maybe? I think it was three now. Three, three years three ago. Years. And I just remember you picking it up and like starting to play it and whatever. And then like a week later... I was hearing you play like all of these songs that I know. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like that's just the ability to just instantly pick up a, an instrument and then seeing you swap to guitar as well and pick that up just like that. Yeah. Like it was so ridiculously fast. I, I blame it all on the fact that we were surrounded with instruments as a kid. Yeah, we really were. Because I would just, after school, go and pick up an instrument and play it wasn't any good at it but the fact that i just play it meant that i got better and better and then i think over the past five years naturally music has just gotten into me so i'll pick something up and i'll make it sound good yeah well i think that's something that maybe a lot of people don't understand about your music is that it's actually a lot of real music elements. oh yeah so this is really you'll like this on the new album there is a few songs with guitar in it and all of the guitar parts were recorded from your very first electric guitar, which is hanging up in my room. Oh, let's go. So, it's a little shout out. So, to you, you, you had a lot to do with it, I would say, Jack. You, uh... I'd like to think so. <laughs> you, you might know, get I a... was, I was <laughs> like the, the foreground of this whole operation without me. There wouldn't <laughs> be no DJ you might, you might get a credit. <laughs> might get a feature. <laughs> yeah, but that's... For real, the thing that I don't think a lot of people understand is that a lot of your music the music elements of your songs actually are real instruments and oh yeah not as much as it's a tech sort of edm i'll get into that in a second actually but like there is a lot of real stuff behind it it's not just all people left right computer numbers so i just posted a video on my instagram account dj underscore n3 dty underscore t we'll make sure that's all in the comments and everything um basically i i made a song Oh, a few weeks ago, just one night, I got real emotional and made a song. And the song has my bass guitar, my electric guitar, my vocals, and a bit of piano in it, and that's it. So there's no electronic components to it. It's just a song, which is, um, again, I like to think of it as my kind of style of music. It's not directly electronic, but it's just, it kind of fits into this little ball. You got your own sort of niche, yeah, if you yeah. will. That's... um. Yeah, that's fascinating because like I'm not like a very creative kind of artistic person, but from like the outside looking in, I I um I just find that so fascinating. So like, do you um do you sort of wait for something to inspire you to make something, or do you always kind of have something inside that so, you need to like get out? Or uh, what I've found is that I'm a very very emotional person. Like I take everything to heart, so. Everything is emotion, like revolved around emotion. But um, a lot of like, if some say, a lot of my songs are based around girls and my feelings towards love and all that. And when I just feel shit or down or whatever, I'll always turn to music. Because even in the moment, if I'm bawling my eyes out in my room at three o'clock in the morning, I'll write a melody and then leave it. And then the next day I'll create a song around that. And it won't be just a song that I've made. It'll be a memory from how I was feeling. Wow. So I like to... Yeah, my music's kind of more emotional-based rather than just banger-based. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it goes back to that thing that 
I've, I think I've said it on this podcast a million times with listening to albums and stuff. There's like big reason to listen to albums in order these days. Yeah, a lot of artists like the concept, the yeah, idea of a, a lot concept of artists album. build a story out of a whatever like twelve track album, and the L words like a massive example of that because you were massive on pushing when you first released it. Like it's not just music; it's like a whole story. Yeah, yeah, from start yeah. to finish. So building on that is the next album like that as well um yes and no so i've made the songs in order which means that every when a song ends it'll you know kind of go into the next one i love that shit but there's not really a story to it i kind of just with this album wanted to showcase my talent rather than make a story yeah there is i mean all the songs are have meaning to them and stuff but it's more of just yeah here's music there you go but yeah, all the songs do go into each other, so Dude, that's do listen awesome. to it yeah. in order if you can. Well, yeah, we see like TikTok. I think I sent you one. It's like Pink Floyd. Like a lot of the yeah. Pink Floyd albums, well, they, they flow, flow into each other. And that, yeah. yeah, I love that whole concept of, you know, album. Um, I've got to say, I'm not definitely not the only one that's like extremely excited for this album. We've got a few mates that are just yeah. hanging <laughs> out for it. So from start to finish, well, first of all, yes or no, is the album done? Yes. Okay. So, from start to finish, when did you start writing this album, making it to the date that it got done? How long has it taken you? Um, I kind of started... So, it's a bit weird. I Last year, just after my birthday, was the last time I released music. And that's when I started making more music. And that's kind of when the album started, but I didn't realise it would be an album. Until the start of this year was when I said, I'm going to make an album. So, I got the songs that i've already previously made and put them into a group whatever but i've only just finished it probably two days ago so maybe a year in the making which has kind of given me a lot of time to perfect the songs as well rather than rush them and just get out whatever i can yeah and i have to throw in a shout out to um you're gonna have to help me with his name cody cody do it hayes cody do it hayes who does (laughs) ned's artwork because the artwork on the L Word is just like some of the coolest mm. shit I've ever seen. Are we expecting to run it back? <laughs> is Cody going to back it up with another stuff? So, this is really cool. Um, he went in above and beyond for this one. Uh, basically, he's got big canvases. Big, big canvases. And he's done paintings on them. He's done four paintings, I think. So, four different variations of them. Um, and one of them will be the actual album cover. But it's exactly the same style. I kind of gave him a rundown of what I wanted and he just went, drew it and painted it and it's unreal. I'm so keen for everyone to see it. That's yeah, awesome. He's massive, so talented. Massive shout out to Cody because that, that, like art in general, like doing what you do and then stuff like that just blows my mind. Like how you can have the ability to make something that cool. And you get two of them together. Yeah. And that's, yeah. <laughs> Then it's a then it's then it's going global. So do we have a name for the project yet? Or are you keeping that we under do, wraps, mate? We or? do. Um, I've told a few of my friends, but this will be the first time publicly. Exclusive. Tomo uh, and Oz exclusive. We don't we don't want to force you into it, mate. Yeah, if you no, want to keep no, it. I was planning to tell it. Um, <laughs> so have you guys heard of King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard? Of course. Heard man. of you. So basically, I had this one night, um, like the start of the year, where I just listened to all their music. I'm like, geez, this stuff's a vibe. And then the next day, I'm like, I came up with this. I think I just woke up and the first words I said was the album cover title. And so it's called Conquest of the Electronic Beast of the West. <laughs> that is, a, that awesome. is an album yeah. name. <laughs> Conquest, say it again. Conquest of the Electronic Beast of the West. Conquest of the Electronic <laughs> Beast of the West. Con- That's a t- yeah. Say that five times fast, <laughs> <Yeah>. mate. <laughs> Basically, the idea behind it was that um, there's a beast, an electronic beast, and the whole album is trying to conquer that beast using electronic music and stuff that's kind of just the rough idea that i got but just that name came out and i'm like yeah that's that it. is that's it. fucking sick man so i love that my slow brain can't get the acronym for that right now see conquest of the electronic beast from the west <laughs> anyway <laughs> <laughs> moving on that yeah that's what well if you had it here first guys conquest of the electronic beast of the west i've already got a down pat this Dude, that's awesome. It I'm, rolls off the tongue. Like, <laughs> you know what? So, in saying the the name of the album, the uh, how long it's taken you and all this sort of stuff, have we got a release date yet? See, this is the thing I'm struggling with. We don't at the moment. Um, 
there's been some delays with COVID and stuff. I've had plans and I've had to push it all back. I can say within a few weeks though. Within a few weeks. So this podcast will be up on Friday the... It'll be some early August. I don't know what the date exactly is. It'll be this Friday. We're recording it on a Monday. So expect the album soon-ish. Um, yeah, I can't wait. That's awesome, dude. So um, how did you... How did you feel when you were like, you knew you were done? Like you knew oh, it was finished. Just, so the I cannot give you the feeling because it was just incredible. It's like having that heaps of heaps of different songs just scattered around you making. It's such a, oh. <laughs> and then finally having just the one project where it's just yeah. one folder and it says the name and it's just all done. It's unreal. Yeah, and dude. to like to think that I've been working on it for a very long time as well. That's awesome. And it's it- something I'm really proud of. You should be, man. Because I was thinking, like, um, with that Bo Burnham inside, there's, like, yeah. a bit towards the end when he's, like, he doesn't want to finish it almost because he, like, he likes having something to keep working on. Yeah. And he's, like, um, yeah, so it must be kind of hard to, like, in a way hard to kind of, like, let go of the project and, like, yeah. it's, like, well, it's finished now, so now what, kind of? Yeah, well, yeah, in jumping <clears throat> straight off that is when you finish, as you said, you've, you've finished the album... What does your mind go to now? Are you in like album release mode or are you Yeah. Are you like still making more music for the new record or so um I am in album release mode where like I've finished the album but I haven't finished it all because I'm now working on doing a live set of the album. So each individual song I'm playing live on like my mini controllers and using my instruments where I can. Yeah. Building a set for when when COVID kind of dies down and we're allowed to have big sets and concerts out in town and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I then go to like um, working on singles rather than big projects. Yeah. Well, that's that's something you haven't really done heaps is singles. Because I think... Did you have singles for the last album? I think it was all... No, I didn't. No. So are you planning on doing maybe a single drop for this album or are you just going to drop the album again? Uh, I'll, the plan was to drop a single for this album. Yeah. But again, plans changed. Um, just a lot of stuff happened. So I said, no, nah, I'd rather just wait, put out the whole album and then do singles later. Like, yeah. Sing, more like actual proper singles. Yeah. Well, we can't wait for that shit. I'm just, it, we're in such a dry spell for music in general, I feel. Mm. So new music is going to be really like what a lot of people need to hear right now. That's awesome. And I love how you say you're preparing for potential live performances. I've seen you do uh, just DJ sets, not like your own yeah, music, yeah. but actual DJ sets. And like the your, ability... Your 21st birthday, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah that, was, that was that. Her, that was awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was great. We love that. My girlfriend, Jess, and her brother, Jackson's joint 21st, you DJed for us. And you have like a... It's almost like a god-given ability like it's not something you just pick up <laughs> of crowd control like yeah. you know when to play the right songs at the right time to get everyone sort of and what i loved when you did our party last year i'm not going to remember which one of our mates it was you will but people would come up and stand oh, yeah, next yeah, yeah. to you oh, yeah, yeah. and stare at you while you were doing this because i think a lot of people genuinely mm. thought djing was just the kind of yeah flick that one yeah. it's the next song and stuff <laughs> but then they watch your screen and like you building the songs yeah. together and picking what goes next and stuff a lot of people don't appreciate how cool it actually <laughs> yeah. is it was just yeah just have vivid memories of people just standing there with a beer just like you can't teach that you can't teach so that. one of yeah one of your mates was standing <laughs> next to me for an hour and a half <laughs> watch, which i love because i got to tell someone what i was doing and how i was doing it but yeah, that that whole it was so fun because it was like DJ. When I say my name's DJ Nerdy T, everyone just assumes that you know I just DJ. But there's so much more to it. It's like you can have a DJ where you just click buttons and you put song after song. Anyone can do it. It's no no talent there. But to actually put on a set that people enjoy and like the crowd is like, oh yeah, I'm I'm actually liking this DJ. Yeah, is a different thing. Well, I, w- I would ask you what your inspiration for your name is. But it is your name, <laughs> yeah. With DJ in front of it. When you started like making music, did you actually want to like make something out of it, or were you just enjoying making it? Oh, I. From the first time I ever, 
kind of put two things together and they sounded good, I said from there that I want to do this for a living. So it's always been my goal to make money from it rather than just doing it as a hobby, which is why I went straight to a music school after graduating year yeah. 12. Well, I want to talk about that as well. So you go down to, well, not at the moment. Well, we're not in lockdown, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but down to a school in Melbourne yeah. for, for music. What's I always forget what the actual... It's, it's, it's called SAE. SAE. I don't is, know what it stands for. So. <laughs> <laughs> we just call it music school down here. So, do you like? Is that what you chalked it up to be? Is that yeah? Do, oh, yeah. Does that actually help you in creating your music? So I went into this school with the intention of um, not in particularly getting a job out of it because I know as an art form you you can't just be given a job in like what I want to do anyway. Yeah. But I went in thinking that I need to know the professional skills and how industry standard stuff works and. And it's exactly like that. We've got some of my teachers are just unreal producers and they've given me tips that I would never have taught myself or never have learned. Yeah. Uh, not only for making music, but for making a living out of it as well. So it's, it's awesome. It's exactly and, what I wanted. And I know you've had some pretty sick experiences. I think you were telling me you had Alex Leahy come in one yeah, time and give so you a talk. Alex Leahy and Gordy came into our school. We've got like a sound room, huge sound room where we practice like bands and live lighting and sound and stuff they came in and just did like a tour for an hour and a half about the industry and i sat right in front obviously getting the front row view (laughs) but yeah they do stuff like that all the time which is unreal yeah well that's i think it's another thing that's underappreciated in your sort of industry that you're in is the behind the scenes work of artists these days because like back in whatever back in say like pink floyd era when it was like you're a band you just mm. go down to a pub, you get your name out, and then it's like, oh, they're cool. I'll go listen to them. Again. Well, yeah, well, it's so much more like word of mouth and yeah. and radio kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah. And now with your sort of position that you're in, you've got so many different like ways to facilitate your music to the public, like through Spotify, whatever, through yeah. live performance, and then it's word of mouth is still massive. Yeah. Like I listen to it because I'm your brother, and then I'll tell my friends who listen to it, and then podcasting I'll tell their friends. Now you're on the biggest podcast in the world. <laughs> so it's funny. It's a funny industry. And it's really interesting to see that you're actually like really well versed in the kind of shit bits of the industry. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. you know that you're not just going to go like that and be fluent. Mm. Oh, yeah. Which is probably something that a lot of people that start this don't understand. So, it's not overnight. Yeah, it's a grind. And as you say, you've like what you're 20 years old yeah and you still you reckon you've been doing this for what six six six, six years odd years yeah so you started when you were 14 like Pretty so much, yeah. the ability <laughs> to understand that it doesn't just come overnight and you've already put that much effort in is mm. like even just in just about everything these days people don't understand that you can't just go like that and blow up so having yeah the knowledge and obviously going to a school that's like furthering your kind of the intricacies of the industry is really really cool to see um when you were i remember i think we talked about this on when it was the thompson talks when you were in school and you were thinking about going to this this sae the school that we don't know the actual name for (laughs) um were you prepared for like backlash or like because it's kind of against the norm to go do something like that instead of like a university or a yeah um i kind of got really lucky because i'm someone who just doesn't care what people think and wish i had that yeah (laughs) everyone knows about me but it's like i don't care at all like you can think what you want to think about me but i'm living my life this is what i want to do this is who i want to be um and also i've got the best friends in the world so when i kind of uh, it was, I just remember like at year 10 that's kind of when our friendship group formed I was kind of like oh well I want to do music for a living and everyone was just like oh yes do it go do it and so they haven't changed that opinion at all so I don't even think I know one person who says that I should do something different Yeah, because everyone's just so supportive well that's I was going to say we our family as well is such a massive <laughs> web of like we've got a huge family and everyone just sort of knows that it's like DJ Nettie T. Like that's a lot of people in our family actually call you DJ. <laughs> yeah. Like that's yeah. just how it goes. <laughs> that's awesome. 
So I feel like a lot of people our age might kind of feel that because it's like, like you hear about someone doing something cool, like DJing, like you are. We kind of hear that and we think, fuck yeah. Yeah, Fuck, exactly. go do that. That's awesome. For a lot of people, it's like, oh, that'd be something cool to do. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to sway. It's like he's, he's just fucking doing it. Yeah. And you're, <laughs> yeah, you're literally living out what probably a yeah. lot of people wish they could do. Which it's, it's very hard because like, I know that I'm not going to be able to make a living off this until I get to that point, which I don't know how or when I'll get to that point. But all I know is that I just have to keep working hard. Yeah. And, it's been sh- proven that you know hard work pays off. So exactly, it's all I'm doing. Working oh, you've hard. got the you've got the base down real good. And in saying that, everyone knows who you are. So we put a big thing up on our story. <laughs> yeah. Ask for some questions. So move on to the questions. Let's jump into some questions. We got a few questions from some of your biggest fans, <laughs> some of your good friends. I'm just going to quickly check that our video is still recording while Oscar takes control. This might be a good idea. So we're just going to jump into some questions. We put up an Instagram story yesterday yes we did and some people kindly send us some questions so we'll get started first one from your mum guys are you glad we named you ned absolutely the ned is just the (laughs) just the coolest name i reckon and it's not like it's not edward as well like people assume oh ned's short for edward it's just ned it's such a unique name and i think it suits my personality as well can i just quickly like, why is Edward shortened to Ned yeah, anyway? God it's like Richard and Dick. It's, yeah, it's like these weird <laughs> ones. Or like, what's Robert and Bill? Is that one? Really? I've never heard Robert of that Robert and one. Bob. 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 But that one makes Yeah. Yeah, you can know that. Bill. Anyway. Yeah, it might have. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> anyway. William, yeah. William and Bill. That's it. That's the weird one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, because you, you got like kind of a... Have you met another Ned? I've met a lot of Neds, actually. Um, I've met... Oh. Whiskey? Ned Kelly. Ned, Whis- Ned Kelly. <laughs> Ned I used to play footy with a Ned, and funny funny story, Um, so my coach yelled out Ned, <clears> and he was waving, and it was a rainy day, so we kind of just heard the voice, <clears> and both of us <laughs> ran off, and then it wasn't until we got to the interchange bench that the other Ned was like, oh shit, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. So was he a Ned Ned, or was he an Edward Ned? I think he, I think he was a Ned Ned. Ned wow. But I don't know. That's fascinating. Well, yeah, that's funny. Conversely, with Jack, which is like the most common name yeah. ever made. Yeah, yes. You met a lot of Jacks in your day. Oh, I, there is literally a person in this town that has the exact full name as Jack Thompson. Jack Thompson, yeah. exactly. And then the the famous actor Jack Thompson. Exactly. Do you know there's a famous actor with the oh, same no, name no, as you? No, no. <laughs> every single day in primary school, being like a young child, and you're I like had all these teachers saying, "Do you know your name's the same famous actor?" Like, like who the fuck? No, no. Why would I know that? I'm seven that? years old. Leave me alone. <laughs> anyway. Famous actor, famous Australian actor. Yeah, whatever. Uh, from Molly, we got three from Molly. The first one is, what inspired you to start making music? Well, we kind of touched on some we of these, but yeah, um, just the, I don't know, I guess the fact that you can create sound that hasn't already existed before, that then allows people to intrigue on this journey when you play a song. Just, I, I, I kind of just, it's real deep, but the yeah. fact that. When you listen to a song, you're you're enjoying life. You're, you're you know you could be smiling, you could be crying, but all of this emotion is spawned from just sound, which I find so cool. Yeah, I love that. That's such a good way. To like answer. um yes, well done. Now. That's very <laughs> unique. Um yeah, I, I love the idea of like art being like an outlet for yeah, emotion yeah. and stuff. So yeah, that's really awesome. Why does Flume inspire you so much? Because Flume. He kind of breaks the barrier of, oh, you have to be in this genre. You have to do this type of style of music. You have to do this when in a live performance. You know, his music is like, you, you ask someone, oh, what genre is Flume? You mm. can't say because his music is just so out there. All the, like, the techniques they use all, for all these sound design and that is so unique and it inspires me to make stuff that has, no one's ever heard before. Which is why I love him so much. That's awesome. Yeah, well, that is like, that's so true too. Flume is like his own genre. Like, yeah, you yeah. can hear a song for the first time ever and know that it's Flume, like, within probably 10 seconds. Yeah. You hear, like, one of those weird noises mm. that he throws in there that you're like, uh, that was a bit weird. And yeah. then you listen to it six more times <laughs> and you're, like, trying to make the noise because it's that ingrained in your head. Mm. He's such a unique, and he's Aussie. Yeah, that, that's, that. that is awesome. When they're homegrown. Yeah. 
We love Flume. Dude, breaking the mold. Breaking the mold. <laughs> what song are you most proud of? Um, Ooh, hmm. That's a good question. Oh, so it's, it's actually a, a, it's a very hard question. <laughs> a song that I'm about to release um, called One For Me. So it's, again, it's kind of just a electronic banger song. Got a bit of bass in it, got a bit of electric guitar. It's got my singing in as well. Um, but that's a song that I spent genuinely like three months on. So oh, yeah. probably a total of like four full days of working on that song. And that's a song that I felt like I really used my talent in and my knowledge rather than just make a song. I, I, every single sound I worked on for hours and hours and hours, every individual like automation or whatever, I, I made sure it was perfect. So when that song comes out, um, give that a listen. And that's probably my proudest, proudest achievement or proudest song that I've made so far. Sweet. That's good. So you said it took you four days. Four, uh, probably four straight days of just working on it where does that rank in relation to other songs you've made is that long um that's probably like mm, or is that about standard it's kind of that would probably be extreme most songs i reckon i work on for well it depends like two full days for a complete song over like a period of two weeks or whatever yeah but yeah i really don't know when i start a song i just go until i think it sounds good so that's yeah, so kind of a hard question. Quickly jump in with a question of my own. What's the hardest element of making a song? Um, actually finding the idea. So like, you could go. I could go right now and put you know a genuine like a boom 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 boom, and then create a song from that. But I don't like to do that simplistic stuff. So finding what the song is going to be, I guess like chords and melodies and stuff. It's it's that the idea behind it it's not actually making the song it's the idea yeah. yeah dude I always find that like once again not very creative but if I'm trying to like make something starting I think is like the hardest bit yeah. like yeah. like when you're trying to write something or something yeah. like well even like blank, this, having the blank page even yeah. sometimes a podcast for us it's sort of like we get here and we're like fuck what do we talk about <laughs> but it's, it only takes like one idea yeah then it's natural it's like one thing turns into conversation and then even stuff like We've started. Go follow our TikTok, Tom and Oz. Started, Dude, Jack's been Jack's been grinding started on TikTok. You got to check TikToks. it out. So, I was like, because I know TikTok's the platform at the moment. It's just kind of you get the chance to blow up from nothing really easily on TikTok. <laughs> like our first TikTok on there has like six hundred views or something, just out of nowhere. It's crazy. And just like we were listening, I was re-listening to the podcast and I was watching some clips. I was like, they're they're kind of funny. I wonder if I can turn that into something yeah. like short and creative and stuff. But, like, that process is fun. Mm. Like, making something short and quick yeah, definitely. is fun. But, again, the starting point. Mm. It's like you got to try and figure out, well, is this funny enough? Where do I start this conversation? How do I end it? But, yeah, obviously, starting a song just is exactly the yeah. same. But you're, you're exactly right. Once you get one idea, it just kind of flows yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Snowball effect. Yeah. Mm. We got some good questions from our buddy Tynan. Big T. So, potential for music videos. Ooh. So yeah, this has always been a big thing for me. And can I, we be in them? <laughs> Please, <laughs> can this be the start of a music? Video? Yeah, we'll just turn this podcast into a music video. <laughs> um, no, I love creating media. Like, so I reckon my creative thing, just me being creative, started from cinematography. So like taking videos out the backyard and turning them into these cool edits and stuff. I used to do that years and years ago, and then making little short films at school with my friends. Um, and I've always wanted to do a music video, but I feel like if I was to do that, I'd have to spend a good amount of time on making it actually what I want. Um, but I wanted to do that with one of these songs that just didn't have the time and COVID. So, yeah. mm. but in the future, yes, expect a music Ooh, video for sure. Exciting time. So you'd be sort of the Billie Eilish director of it. Kind of, yeah. she directs yeah. like everything. Cause would she'd you, like, yeah. Would you be in your own music videos or do you reckon uh, you'd cast people? I I reckon it'd be one of those <laughs> it'd be one of those things I reckon it might be other people and I'll just feature in it every now and again yeah like a cameo the yeah. old Stan Lee yeah, job yeah yeah <laughs> but I don't know in the future just Too potentially to that T says I tried to get into music creation and couldn't stick it what is his X Factor that keeps you in it 
motivation. Um, oh, I couldn't tell you how many times I've gone. No, nah, I'm quitting. This is it. I've just it's too hard. It's like yesterday when I no, two days ago when I finished the album. Probably ten minutes before I finished it, I'm like, geez, this is like, this is shit. It's not gonna make it. But it's just those those thoughts kind of overpower the rest of your thoughts, which is shit. So don't ever think like that. But just gotta keep motivated. And the only way to do that, I reckon, the way that I found is motivate yourself. You gotta push yourself. If you really want it, you you'll really get it. So so what's the things that like keep that motivation ticking? Is like the knowing that you're going to be proud of the finished product or is it like those little moments where you hear it and you're like fuck that sounds really good yeah i reckon both of those when i love those moments when when i've made something i just sit back and go geez i made that like that's (laughs) cool but also having people like now i've got kind of a fan base it's kind of just people i know but it's even just people coming up to me going oh when's a new album when's that it's like people actually want it so it's really cool to to hear that and see that that's awesome we get that on like a small scale when it's yeah. like dude well, when's like the next podcast coming that, like we've had one or maybe two or three people say that to us and I can yeah going off that feeling of yeah. being like wow that someone is looking forward to something that we're creating I can only imagine the scale that yeah. it's on for you yeah no but self motivation is the biggest thing do you ever have to like take a break for sure oh so the reason this album took a year is because I'll I'll be sitting there making music for probably a week straight and then all of a sudden I can't make a single thing and I'll just go, I'm stuck, like my brain is just fried. Mm-hmm. So I'll just forget about music for say two weeks, come back and then all of a sudden there'll be some masterpiece that I've made. <laughs> but it's, I think it's important to take breaks as well. Yeah, well mental clarity <laughs> is like a yeah. fucking massive thing with this sort of, yeah. even just any sort of creative kind of aspect of anything like even with us with this podcast we've had a few breaks Mm. where it sort of just felt like like, this isn't it like Like you're forcing it kind of yeah and then comes back to you know we're back in season two now and it's just we're in kind of flow state where it's like let's just push out some content conversations flowing do you do stuff to like i'm going off the beaten trail (laughs) but um do you do specific things to like refuel the creative juices a little bit? Like, do you listen to other people's music or watch movies or look at paintings yeah. or? <laughs> so, um, good paintings. I do a couple of those things. I've I've kind of nailed down. Um, I don't do them as much, but I used to longboard so all all day every day. Um, and one thing I do to you know refuel my creative side is to go on Spotify and I I wouldn't look at my phone. I just touched numbers and. Whatever whatever playlist would come up, I'd shuffle that and go for an hour's ride into town, ride around, then come back. And so that way I've listened to music I've never heard of before. Might be bloody classical music I listened to one time. I was like, okay, I'll just listen mm. to this. But that I find getting new music in your system is like, oh, well, I've never heard that done before. That's I might take that on board and use it in the future. Um, and the other thing as well is, kind of the same idea but I've got a whole heap of CDs in my room that from mum and dad's collection and every now and then I'll just pull a random CD out and play it hear some new music get some new inspiration <clears throat> which is kind of like getting a break from the electronic side as well that's a yeah that's a cool thing for an artist because I feel like a lot of people these days are like very one-sided with music mm. like you won't be prepared to listen to anything yeah. else yeah. but <clears throat> having like a broad spectrum like yeah that's sick that's awesome we gotta get some netty t vinyl yeah oh. <laughs> All right. again in the future <laughs> <laughs> and the last one from t is love your bikes too mate why two wheels over four? Oh, cheers Tyron. appreciate it <laughs> so um, just preface if people don't know you 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 don't have a car you're a motorbike man you've yep. got your road bike and a dirt bike yep go for it um well being on a bike i can't explain the feeling unless you've done it but it's like you are the bike and especially on a road in being in a car you're surrounded by a metal box being on a bike there's nothing around you you're sitting on this little thing and every little movement you do with your body controls the bike so if you do that your bike would veer off the road that scares me (laughs) (laughs) but just it's a i find it um very relaxing because you have to really concentrate and so I'm not thinking about anything other than keeping myself alive and driving, <laughs> riding this bike properly. Um, and it's kind of just a good way to get out of the world, I guess. It's a good outlet. 
Um, but it's really fun as well. It's one of those things. Dad's told me multiple times. Um, his outlet is to ride his dirt bike because he just all he's concentrating on is where he's going, and you know, controlling the bike instead of oh, got to do eight hours of work tomorrow and I'm like <laughs> pissed off because work's shit. Yeah. So it's kind of just a good outlet, I reckon. Yeah, it's hard to compare it to as you're saying, driving a car is a completely different experience, but it's sort of like that. And you can only do it on certain nights. I've had this conversation with Oz a million times. Those windows down type night of nights. Night driving. Night yeah. driving with the windows down, like sun setting. Like that feeling is different to anything else you get in a car. When it's like summer and it's still a bit warm at yeah. like, you know, eight o'clock. Or... So I can only imagine that, yeah, like riding a bike could be... But again, as I said, I couldn't do that shit. I'd be terrified. Not for me, man. Yeah. I would just be so scared of doing that. Yeah. That's it. Sweet. <clears throat> um, well, that was it for the Insta questions. Um, I actually wrote down a couple if that's alright oh go for it go for you're it. the host <laughs> quick fire round Ned yep what's your favourite movie oh um this is a classic in our family but dude where's my car fucking great, great movie can't beat it dude so quotable yeah what's your favourite colour red bang what's your favourite food oh I'll stick by this it's always been lasagna great meal <gasps> Nan makes the best lasagna so does mum on par with each other I'm not a big fan of lasagna who's your favourite current artist or musician um Flume slash also San Hollow sweet both Aussies San Hollow San Hollow's Dutch Dutch great but, name oh, though search him up if you don't know who he is Full. dude Han Solo <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how have you grown as a maker of music since the last album? Oh, great question. <clears throat> My knowledge has grown a lot. Um, you know, like expanding on music a lot more rather than, I don't know, just that, just, yeah, my knowledge, I reckon I'd say knowledge has expanded a lot over the last album. Sweet. <clears throat> Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Ooh. Hard here. Um... <clears throat> This is a very hard question. Um, Rolling loud, Coachella. Hopefully, honestly, in in my own house, um, with a with a lady friend, um, with a little studio making music. That's all I want. Fucking answer. Nice and simple. All right, I want to. I just thought of another thing that we. I don't even know how we missed this. The tattoo tour. Oh. So you're you're definitely a fan of the tattoos. You've got yep, yep. Five, six on your hands. That's yep. bad counting. No, that is six. <laughs> six. And then I know you've got one there. There. And you've got another one on the inside of my arm. So give us the hand. I'll have to get a photo of your hand. Yeah. To get yeah. the proper photo. All so, of them. But so um, you got the big one up the top, which is obviously it's flume. It's flumes. Is it skin? skin? Oh, what's it called skin companion ep one. So that's the album cover. It's missing the chain and the stem of the flower, but it's pretty much just the exact same thing. And then you've got one on all your fingers. Yep. Two on one of them. I'll do, I'll do it really quick. So the Mighty Boosh. Um, show. <laughs> Syndicate. He's a YouTuber. Um, Daft Punk. Uh, Spider-Man. Avicii. Uh, this is my best friend Jacko. This is his initials. Uh, on my arm in here, I've got the Cheshire Cat. And then on my foot, I've got Stay Vibrant with a little logo there. So, so all kind of music-related, kind of emotion-based, I don't know. So I'm just going to go back to the uh, in 10 years question. Are you going to be <laughs> covered. fully covered in tattoos? <laughs> yeah. Or what's, the, what's the tattoo journey look like? Um, I always said that I'd just keep it nice and simple. So with all my tattoos, they're all going to be on the left side of my body. Originally, I was just going to go on my arm, but I've expanded to my foot. Um, but no, I won't be covered. It'll just be, uh, just a lot of little small ones, I reckon, on my arm, and that'll be it. I'm not going to be covered head to toe with them. Love that. Clip that. Clip that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. That's. Is there anything else you want to like throw in here? Like, um, anything you want to talk about album wise or? Oh, I actually, I'll. I had a couple of questions as well. Of course, man. I only want to ask a few of them because there was a few good ones there um, oh yeah you had a story up on yeah, oh, the DJ yeah, Nitty Theory account people ask you some stuff 
questions as well. Um, seems to be gone, but I think I... You can, yeah. I think you can still see Oh, here we go. So, if you don't follow Ned as well, make sure you follow him, DJ Nettie T on Instagram and on Spotify. Make sure you follow Spotify. You don't want to miss the album drop. You don't want to be that guy or girl. You don't. <laughs> uh, looking at these questions, I've kind of already been covered. But uh, one of the one of the questions I've been asked, I forget who asked it, but it was in person, um, was why... It was like... Um, what inspires your music in terms of like emotion? Because if you know me and my music, it's very emotion-based. And I like to think that um, all, of, all of my songs come from an emotion, like a point in time or whatever. So with the L word, for example, all of those songs were based on how I was feeling. I made them in the moment that you know I was feeling that emotion. And then when you go, the goal is that when you go back and listen to it, you can feel that emotion and feel what I was thinking. So um, with the new album, there's probably four songs in there that if you really listen to like the lyrics and and all that even like the chord structure you can kind of get out what i was feeling at the time so for any deep listeners who really want to get into this music listen to the lyrics and try and you know work out what i was feeling because it's i uh, i went through a lot of shit and i like to put that shit into music so hopefully you guys will you know, love it, but that's the the one thing that I, I love about my music is the the emotion that I put into it. So if you get the chance to actually dive into it, definitely listen to the lyrics and try and work it out beyond music. Hmm. Yeah, great. We can't <coughs> wait for the next album, that's for sure. And we don't have a release date yet, but it's soon. Very, very soon. Very, very soon. So I want to throw you on the spot now. Don't know if you listen to the podcast much. <laughs> we do a little segment at the end. Yep. We oh, do a couple bang. of things. Yep. We do Legend of the Week and, and Beef, Beef of the, the week. week. So if you don't have one right now, I'm happy to jump in first. <laughs> so Legend of the Week, Oz, I'm going to thank you personally for this one. Oh, wow. That's big. Really good coffee. <laughs> this is a an iced coffee from a little supermarket known as Woolworths. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really good. Yeah, I mean. It's just, they've really nailed it. It's in a little carton, so you look a little bit fancy when you're drinking it. Yeah, I think it was just one of those things that was like on special, and it's like it's like $4 a carton or whatever, but like... It's, it's great. It's, it's really fucking good, good coffee. Man. Yeah. So that's my legend of this week is... Good shit. Really good coffee. Um, Yeah, I had a couple of legends just from like the last, I don't know, couple of months when we haven't been yeah. podcasting, but... um. Because I've been getting into like Nirvana and listening to their stuff. I think one of my legends is Kurt Cobain. Yeah, legend. Fucking legend, Absolute dude. legend. Yeah. He inspire you at all, Ned? Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of that grungy stuff is like, I like to let anger out. And that's, Kurt Cobain does that so Fucking well. Fucking good sound, yeah. dude. Um, Lost just, you too soon. Just jumping on that as well. If you guys have never seen, I know you, you know what I'm about to say, that the performance, <laughs> Nirvana did a performance live where they were forced to use a backing track. And they didn't. They just did not care. And they, they said, fuck oh. you. <laughs> and they just acted like they were swinging around the guitars and, and Kurt was singing like we singing. <laughs> It's incredible. Go treat yourself and go watch that. It's phenomenal. That's awesome. And my other one was... um. Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Do you guys know who they are? They made South Park. Oh, They're the yeah, creators. Yeah. yeah. I'm not really huge on South Park, but I watched this documentary. It's called Six Days to Air. I don't know if you guys are familiar. I've, I think I've heard of the concept of what they do it's with Sa- South Park. Yeah. They like write, animate, oh, do all yeah, the episode yeah. in, in six, six days. days. Yeah, and then they... That's intense. Yeah. So they'll like deliver the episode or something like an hour before it's going to go out. And so fucked up. So it's like, um, yeah, it just reminds me of like uni when it was like, I work better under pressure. (laughs) It's like, I would leave it to the last minute and be like, dude, this is my process. (laughs) The whole show. Yeah, dude. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. No, Ned. Uh, On the spot. My legend of the week. This is, uh, I can't believe it hasn't been said yet. Very underrated, but, um, Tomo and Oz. Oh, so good answer. Oh, Good Get brownie points here. He's, he's coming back. He's going to get another episode. No, but when I, I used to do Nightfield 7 till 3 in the morning and such a shit shift. It kills you as a human. But um, I was allowed to wear my earphones, which is a saviour. And, you know, it's eight hours, long, long-ass time to just put shit on the shelf. 
So I'd chuck a podcast on and oh, it would, with a mask on especially, I could laugh and smile <laughs> and no one would know. But it got me through so many rough nights. And Aww. it's yeah, it's, it's a good podcast. I've, I've been promoting it to a lot of my mates and everyone goes, yeah, I really recommend it. So, oh, Thank you, Dan. Yeah. That's really sweet. We appreciate that. <laughs> Alright, now just to just ruin the vibe. Now, beef. Let's <laughs> pissed you What's off your this beef week. for the week? <laughs> Oz, you got something to lead us off with the beef? Um, yeah. I've been kind of trying to lose weight again. Trying to get back into the grind of that. So, I'm beefing with the slow grind. Yeah. Just trying to lose weight. It's yeah. fucking hard, man. It is. sucks. But, you gotta do it. <laughs> also, also on that, I, I would also like to just beef with... Um, how good food tastes <laughs> because that is a big reason that it's hard to yeah, lose weight fucking so... food dude well I think my beef for this week is gonna be um oh I have one but now I don't have one I don't know I've been pretty happy this nah my beef this week is my sleeping pattern mm. my body clock just decides it wants to wake up some mornings and I really don't appreciate that <laughs> so I'm beefing with me my body clock nice one dude um there's a bit of a controversial one, I reckon. But I've been beefing with rain lately. Ooh. Um, as someone who likes to be outside a lot and mm. just be out in the weather, I hate rain. It's just... It's good on some occasions. Like, don't get me wrong. I love rain sometimes. But right now, I've been hating it. Especially on the motorbike. I can't do anything yeah. on the bloody yeah. bike. But it's just been pissing me off. So, that's my beef. <laughs> Good Fair beef. Enough. Yeah, we've had our run-ins with the weather before. Oh. I've had a beef with cold mornings and cold beef nights. Hot weather. Yeah, hot weather. With yeah, the full with gamut, yeah. The weather that you can have beef with. Well, that's about it. Unless you got anything important, Oz. No, yeah, that sounds... Jump on? Oh, just uh, before we go, thanks thanks for having me on, boys. Oh, of course, mate. Always, um, anytime. Make sure to check out the socials. Get ready for the album release. It's going to be a big one. I'm very, very excited for everyone to hear it all. We will definitely keep the post, the page posted, our page. We'll definitely put Ned's Instagram and stuff everywhere so you can... I think it's DJ Neddy T on everything. Yeah. DJ and 3DDYT. Yeah. 3 because um, I'm cool. 3 because he's cool. <laughs> we'll... Yeah, link in the description and everything. And then while you're at it, just go follow us on everything as well. Good Twitter, night. Instagram, Tom on Oz, TikTok now. You know... Get onto it. Yeah, dude. We're in season two now. It's real big stuff. It's big time. Big time. <laughs> sick. sick. Yeah. Oh, thanks for coming on, Ned. Oh, no really worries. Thank it. you, Ned. Thanks for having me. It was, it was oh. good, good fun. It's a pleasure as always. always. Um, we will see you all. Actually, one last thing. If Ned's ever so polite, and I'm going to put him right on the spot here. Mm. Maybe the outro song might possibly be a snippet of the new album yeah why not why not there you go Beast. so well done here we go ladies and gentlemen <laughs> that that one all the way now. Thanks, thanks for watching thanks for listening appreciate this new snippet of the greatest young artist of this generation dj netty t <laughs> goodbye bye bye